Hey guys, Joel Kleber here. I'm the host of Ask Jim and welcome to another replay of the Ask Jim. So every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Australian Eastern Standard Time, you can jump onto our Jim's Group Facebook page and ask Jim a question. And these are the replays from those sessions as well. So we love to have you on the live show and leave Jim a question. We answer um, anything, nothing is off limits, so make sure you do that. Or if not, you can find the replays on our YouTube channel, social media, or you can listen to them on the podcast right here. So we hope you enjoy this episode of Hashtag Ask Jim. Now, what we're going to do, guys, we've done a bit of filming today, which is fantastic. We go to the new Jim's Group Monopoly game. Yeah. So if you don't have your copy. Really, really fun game. Apart from right at the end. I, I, it, was, it was really, really good. I actually managed to get hold of all of the test and tag, which was very good. And I kept, kept on landing on it. Oh, you sent me bust. I sent so him bust did, on, on, yeah. on test and tag. Yeah. Then I managed to grab dog wash. And I grabbed pest control. And all this guy over here has been is he has the mowing division. <laughs> And he went right through all my properties, and I landed on rubbish removal. <laughs> rubbish removal is very lucrative as it is in isolation. Twelve hundred dollars, yes. twelve hundred dollars on rubbish removal uh, to be killed by my own mowing division. I mean, <laughs> is, that, is that is that poetic justice? It's pretty, it was pretty ironical, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But that was a very good game. So we done the reverse game. So it would have taken too long to film it with the uh, you know with the things on this. So we done the reverse where you dished out all the um, the services and the properties. Which I reckon it's more fun actually. It I was good. It's better when you it because it took us about an hour, but it was a really fun game. It yeah, really, we timed it perfectly. I mean, we've got videos of it too. We do, we do. But you was very lucky. It came down to the last roll because it would have went either way. So if Ben landed on test and tag or fire safety. Mine right through all mine, and I just bang on rubbish removal. Absolutely, guys. We got people jumping on now, which is great. So make sure you leave a comment or question in there, guys. Today, that's what we. We want quality comments and questions and we'll read them out. So I just want to mention something at the start, which we're going to do another video later on with it, but mention that Bill Cobbanoglu is about to sign up his 150th franchisee. Which means he's the second biggest franchisor in Jim's group, which is a great achievement. And I looked up his stats. He's got seven regions in the cleaning group. Yeah. So he's got seven in cleaning, window and pressure and carpet cleaning. Started off with one region with one hardly anybody. Yes, I think it was... Um, I, I love the story. There is a story with Bill on YouTube where Hoda said, what about doing cleaning? He said, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go. And basically, I think it was over a friendly coffee or something like that, and he started yeah. up. And he's got he's got the lovely Sharon too as his offsider, and she's fantastic too. Well, he does it. He does it. Sharon. It's a great operation. He's got 150 franchisees with himself and Sharon. So mm. it's a pretty pretty good effort like it's a pretty yeah and he's good good to deal with too any sort of issue any problem with the client bills right in there he'll fix it he or sharon will fix it up in no time that's it's got a lot of people commenting on the feed which is great so make sure you leave a comment or question there for jim guys now we did have one submitted during the week as well which was quite good via the ask jim question box yeah. and julius is a regular question submitter and he's up from jim's mowing in the northern territory so his question was this no country can have its economy crippled for months without repercussions we are heading for a recession and because most of the world is in a similar situation, the recession will be more severe than the GFC of 2009. I have a small mine run of about 35 regulars. How can I best prepare in the coming months to ease the impact of the recession? Good question, Julius. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. First of all, the recession has had an effect on us, and we already are in recession. The actual number of leads has gone up. Um, we've actually, like June, we had like 15% more leads than the, than the year before. So. Leads have increased. One of the things we think is happening is that people are spending less on overseas travel and going to eat, eating out and that kind of stuff. So this thing keeps on sitting down. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Um, so you've actually got um, people have got spare money. So they're actually spend, spending it on home services. In fact, the only divisions in gyms that have been affected very much would be building inspections and test and tag. Cleaning a little bit, but some guys are going really, really well. So it's... Um, I don't think that's going to change very much at all. I think we're going to be a, a strong spot. We actually did well out of the GFC. Our leads increased 10% that year as well. 
So yeah. sometimes when the economy goes down, we tend to do, to do better. So look, I wouldn't be concerned at all. If the recession came very, very severe, um, good franchisees are not going to be in trouble because we'll do what we do during a drought, which is we'll, we'll look for the extras, look for the referrals and so forth. You can go into a job and you can ask for extra things. So I, the only thing I could say to prepare for it is just do fantastic service for your clients and look for the extras and look for, and just, just build up a client base as much as possible in the, in the really good times we're having right now. And then when the, when the bad time comes, I'm sure you'll be fine. What about the human toll? Do you concern about the human toll? The mental health toll is going to take taking a toll on me already. But what about the I'm, mental health? I'm very concerned about the, the human toll in, on the communities at large. A lot of depression, a lot of people feeling bad. But I think it's it's the main problem is the economic one, really. People are just losing their jobs. Their businesses are going down. You imagine somebody who's worked for, for decades to get a great restaurant in place and it's disappeared. I think the hurt people are suffering is really really bad. But you know, I get, I guess you know, I, I would thoroughly thoroughly wishes it never happened. But from the point of view of gyms, it's actually, we're in a very good situation because we've got lots and lots of work, more work than usual. We're also getting good, really good franchise inquiry because we, we've got the work. The economy, the gym's economy is, is going great. That's, well, that's, that's a good new phrase, isn't it? The gym's economy. We should use that one a bit more online. Now, Dave McDonald just... Apart from Monopoly, but I got wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, watch the video. It's quite funny, but um, it was very close. It would have come down to the last roll. So Dave McDonald says, Jim, you need to pinch the wire to fit the top of your nose so the mask doesn't fall down. Pinch the so there's wire. wire in here. Yeah. Can you pinch, pinch it? Pinch it like that? Yeah, pinch it so it forms a bridge on your nose. So thanks for that, David. Can All you, right. Can I'll you pinch it. it a bit like that? See how I've done mine? Is that working? We'll see how that goes. Because I've pinched mine as well. So thanks for that, Dave. We'll see if that holds up there as well. So, but yeah, as you said, the word the gyms economy. So there's plenty of work still for anyone watching for gyms, which is quite mm. a which is quite bucking the trend at the moment. And the thing too is divisions that haven't gone quite so well, like test and tag, they've actually done cross divisional work for the divisions that have got surplus work. Now that's been very unique to gyms, isn't it? The concept of cross divisional. Mm. So if anyone's watching or interested, they might go all. Well, yeah. How do I know if I don't have enough work? But oh, there's a handyman guy we've got in Western Australia. Um, actually, sorry, he's a test and tag guy whose work's dropped a bit, but he's been taking handyman leads and getting a huge amount of work. That's fantastic to hear. So we've got, we're going to get through the comments, guys. We've got 70 people watching now, which is great. It's very cold night here in Melbourne as well. Jim's very smart and got the jacket on. And he says, hey, so I'm going to just run through here too as well. Someone says you look like Darth Vader. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. But you don't like Darth Vader. There's a reason why. No, 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 you're right too. If you said I looked like Palpatine, I'd be a lot more flattered. I mean, I like the hood and the sort of the, the glowing eyes and this kind of thing and the, and the lean... That's that's my hero. Because Darth Vader was a bit of a, was the lackey, wasn't he? Yeah, he's the lackey. <laughs> you, you wouldn't you wouldn't go for the lackey. You'd go for you'd go for the main guy. The the, 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 the manipulator. The manipulator. <laughs> the, the old sparks out of the hands. Yeah. Try yeah. hard enough. Give it a you go. Remember the scene in, in episode three where, where all the trade federation guys who've mm -hmm. actually brought into power and he goes out and has them killed and they're also they're also desperate. What did we do wrong? We did everything you said. Ah, gunned them. Yeah. Down. That was good. <laughs> that was good. And Nathan Jung's going here. Jim, do you do cooking? As a question. Very little. <laughs> very very little. I have a wife who cooks very well and I have a um, a daughter who's staying with us. Um, Twenty one year old daughter who's a really great cook. So I don't get the chance to show my. What does she cook for you? What type? What do we have today? We had a sort of a tomato and, and um, rice cake thing, and we had some bok choy and mushrooms, and we had rice and... Uh, some healthy stuff. Yeah, it yeah. was really, really nice. They cook well. I, I, if I'm going to cook, it's normally something like scrambled eggs and peas or, or a barbecue. Scrambled eggs and peas? Yeah. 
Because they're like chickens, you see. They've got plenty of eggs. But peas with the scrambled eggs? No, no. Not, oh. Not that would be Sorry, I was going in. Could have no, been you some unique Scrambled eggs made. on toast with peas on the side. That's, right. that, is a, that is a classic gym diet. Okay, I've never, never heard of the peas on the side. And they often have oatmeal too, because I don't eat breakfast these days because they're 16-8, so I have um, a bowl. I have some oatmeal for lunch quite often. Oh, you're doing the fasting, the intermittent fasting. Yeah, it works very well. Bit... My weight's down to 64 kilo, which is the lowest it's ever been. 64 kilos? 64 kilos. Very, very light. And Aaron Putty's gone evening, gents. When's the Jim's Bushy Beard branded mask coming out? We've just been discussing that a couple of times. The old Bushy branded mask. I think we should have one. one. We'll have to get some props made up and see the way we go. I don't think this is going to be over in six weeks. Oh, yeah, I reckon. No. I reckon I reckon, I reckon. reckon the, the epidemic's got gone out. I don't think we can control it. People are not... People are not... Um, <laughs> yeah. People are, people are not... Um, they're getting fed up with the restrictions. Something like 54% of people who've had a test are not prepared to wait in, to go into, into seclusion to wait for the outcome of their test. Because a lot of them need to go and work. They're just not doing it. They're going out. They're doing things. They just they're just yeah. not not listening. But people are, people are sick of it. They're, they're not they're not too many people are saying no. Well, what would you suggest then for them? If that's the case, what would you what do you think should happen? I think people who use the wrong thing should be fined. Right. They're talking about fining the Black Lives Matters thing again, which should have happened last time. Yeah. I mean, they've really fouled it up. And the worst to, thing, yeah. I'm going to get this thing, this mask thing, to work better. Yeah, somehow. we have to try and get something to sit on the the bridge of the nose. Yeah. It must have a funny shaped face. Well, it's sort of, mine's coming down a bit, but I've had tried to pinch mine as well, but mine's, I don't know. It'd be right. We'll try and work it out something for next week as well there as well. Yeah. No, I, do, I do think it's going to get worse. I don't, I don't think it's under control. It's right. also spreading in New South Wales now. Now, what do you think about the uh, the, the rumour that it was all linked to that, that security guard? <laughs> they reckon they can all trace it back to that oh, whole yeah. outbreak from there. Oh, I think, I think, I think the two biggest mistakes they made yeah. was, the, was the security fiasco, mm-hmm. putting untrained people you into that. Mates. And a lot, yep. of the, a lot of it comes out of that. And the other thing is Black Lives Matter. Now, there were some infections come out of that, but more than anything else, if you see 10,000 people marching through the city, you look at that and think, why on earth should we not go and see our family and our friends? Absolutely. Because if people, if, if 10,000 people in full view of the police, the government basically says, go for it. They didn't encourage it, but didn't stop it. Now they're saying we're going to find them, which is jolly, but it's, 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 I reckon the horse has bolted. Well, I'm frustrated, you know, because for me, my um, mum's my got, you know, just the early stages of dementia. She's in a nursing home in Warnock. I can't go see her. Mm-hmm. I'm very close with her. I haven't seen her since January. The you amount know, of hurt that like, this thing has caused is just horrifying. From ourselves as gyms, it's been, well, it's been a good crisis, you've got to say. Our staff are working from home. There's lots of work. There's lots of franchise inquiries. It's good, but the, but the hurt out there in the community is just awful. I think the mental health toll will be there for years to come. Yes. And we'll hopefully... Uh, and they're missing out. Kids are missing out on education. Cause, yeah. Cause, well, cause, the social aspect of education yeah. is important as well. See, we've got we've got an 11-year-old son. He's, he's from home, but he's got both parents, so we can help him with maths and stuff. You know, you've got people who don't have quite the same... Yes, true. The kids are going to fall behind. True. And that's what happens. You, you widen the gap, and, and we don't need we don't need a wider gap in this in this country. That's it. We've got a lot of people tuning online, which is great. So leave a comment or question. We're trying to catch up now. Katie Reading says, "I've just put down a deposit on a new car using my fleet discount from being a Jim's Group franchisee." Excellent. That's something to point out. Maybe that we do have yeah. great discounts. That's good to hear, Katie. Yeah. Any franchisee want to pay a car for heaven's sake? Don't forget your discount. It's really quite a lot of money. Um, it, it's been up to tens of thousands of dollars putting on the vehicle at times. Yeah, well, Wade's, a lot got, of money. well Wade's gone here. What was the discount worth? And she says more than I expected. So yes. probably a significant one is there. Basically, what you're doing is you're buying a car, the same deal as if you already had a fleet of 50 cars. That, that's how hard we bargain. That's it. We don't get money out of these things. We, we refuse to take money from suppliers. We just simply say, what's your best deal? I know New Zealand's got a fantastic deal on, on BP. 12 cents per litre. 
What? 12 cents off. 12 cents off per litre. Gee whiz, that's good. That is amazing. I mean, we get 4 cents. I've got my BP car, we get 4 cents a litre, which is worth what's, having. What's the difference for? Why do, we, why do they get 12 and we get 4? Or you get 4? I don't know. They must have higher retail. Maybe they've got bigger margins over there. Maybe. I can't believe that the tour sense. It's an incredible deal. Then David McDonald says he's Wade signed up for the training on the third. <laughs> yeah, the training. Well, we can't have the training here, but we can do it online anytime, Wade. So he might as well have to do the. He might do the training on, online. Can't he do that? If he wants to inquire for a franchise, he pays and he can do it online. Absolutely. That's what people are doing. Why not? Okay, we keep going down here. The questions here he says you can't travel the borders closed. Absolutely. Taylor Alcox going. I just bought a car using the Fleet discount too. The saving was amazing. Just another reason to join. So that's fantastic to hear as well. Then Rob, Rod Brown's gone, Jim, can you wish Josh a happy 21st birthday? So that's from Rod, a first time viewer. Happy 21st birthday, Josh. Do you remember when you were 21, Jim? Did you have a 21st or anything? No. No? I, I, I hate birthdays. Oh, you do? Oh, I completely forgot. Slip my mind. I know since, you do. Not since I was a teenager. I've ever celebrated my birthday. And then David McDonald here. And Kate, uh, Wade goes to me, fix your mask. I'm, I'm trying to fix my own mask, Wade, at the moment. We need to get something sorted for next week. We need to get the better ones. I, I know, I've got to try this. I'm, I'm, I've ordered the sort of a black cloth one. Yeah, that's the one you want, yeah. Something like that. This one is really, really difficult. It's not an easy one to it wear. It was okay when you were playing Monopoly, but it, but it sort of um, just keeps on drying. I think talking a lot makes it difficult. Yeah, I think talking because the nose is moving down like that. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll try and work that out next week as well. Eric Jurgen says, while all the cafes are suffering, being mobile means I can go to them. And although it has slowed down at the moment, I'm still turning over more than 2K a week. Yeah. It's good to hear, Eric. And he's got the 131546 um, number plate as well. Annie Thompson, what is the process for acknowledging and rewarding number of five-star ratings? Saw this lovely lady from Dogwash was acknowledged, so just curious. Well, Annie, we had a picture. Of, it was a franchisor, just let me know. And I, we do a graphic and we post it on social media. So if there's any franchisors you want to nominate someone for five-star service, just flip me the picture or the video mm-hmm. and we just post it. That's what it is. We want to do more engagement and let people know so it's very difficult though i mean somebody can have 25 stars in a row and be fantastic and somebody just as good can have 19 and get a four star for no other reason that the client doesn't want to give five stars well this lady had um they do an award up in in dog wash and they give him 55 star surveys get a trophy do they so the lady nadi had a trophy we posted it on the page and all that sort of stuff so if you do if you are a franchisor you're a franchisee you want to put yourself forward just let us know social media at gyms.net and we'll post it it's a great to show everyone that we want to reward people for that sort of stuff Dave McDonald, how common is that, sorry, before I go on 55-star surveys? Very rare. Very rare? Yeah. yeah. A lot of, we've got a lot of 4.9s, yeah. but, but just to get five every time. We're actually changing the rating system so that the, um, instead of asking for a number, we ask for G, G good, B bad, O okay, but some issues. So, okay. So, so hopefully from that, and, and G will translate to five stars. Right. So somehow we, we just don't want to give a perfect score, but it's not bad. And there's no issues. They just don't want to. So we, we hope that people will be more likely to. So I, I change a lot of surveys. If I see a four stars and I see, you know, great job or something like that or good job or nice guy, I'll change it to five stars. So just to confirm that you're changing the rating scale from five selections to three. Yes. Okay, so five to three, and you think they could, like, just to give that less choice to go to that one. Yeah, and between. because sometimes people put three stars when they think that's the top one. Yeah. Okay. So, so it'll, it'll be just easier. There'll be good, G good, B bad, um, O okay, a w ask in a week p too expensive pricey price rating yep um i think, I think that's it okay so that's when's that going to come out for the for the franchisees watching no, in, in a few weeks in a few weeks but it's, it's, a pretty... it's all it's a bit in the queue but it's always yeah well, it's always in the queue with yeah. the backlog but that's going to see hopefully you reckon's going to see the ratings come up to the five stars or well i hope i have a little effect especially yeah. people who unfairly get a four star rating when they don't really deserve it yeah because if i see a comment i'll raise it but if there's no comment i don't know why they put four stars and do a lot of franchisees get Let's say 
it worked up about the four star when it should be a five star, or how's it working your end? Not really. They get upset about threes, that's for sure. Threes, for sure. Yeah. Okay, then Dave McDonald says, the problem is the baby boomers have brought all the property, so the young can't afford a house. And when they don't have a job, they are afraid to spend their savings that they need for a well, home. Well, I don't know about that. I think this afternoon in Monopoly, it was one of the, one of the, uh, the generation whiners who actually managed to wipe me out through, through control of Jim's <laughs> mowing <laughs> division. Games, but not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> only, only in real life, Ben, but that's yeah, true, David. Exactly. The housing affordability is a big issue. I think it's like yeah, I think. But then again, it's all these smashed avocados on toast and stuff like this. You know, you got you got to do it hard like we did. Oh, all the cafes are closed, mate. Can't that, get that's true. That's true. That's right. So maybe you could set up deposits. You know, people, that's what people are doing. They're getting their money and they're actually saving. Yeah. It's, the economists are worried about it because they say that people are saving too much. They're not spending. But the. To me, that seems pretty good if you can save your money and, and yep. not go and dip to the banks. True. Now, Jim, let's try and try and give your mask to put it up. Let's try it the other way up. Malcolm Bradley saying it looks like it's upside down. So now let's give that a go. So you you had it that you try it that way. Aren't they the same? Well, that's what I thought. So let's see how it goes. If that makes any difference for you? Let's see if that's better. I'm certainly struggling with this, aren't I? Yeah. I'll, don't worry. I'm both them as well. But I think because um actually hang on a bit I think that does feel a, better? Bit, a bit better. All right, all right, let's get going then. Hey, that's Jonathan, which is great. So Dave McDonald says the third franchise meeting over Zoom tomorrow. That's a record for me. I normally only get two a year, and the conference, the conference is worth two, so I'm so suppose I'm behind. What about the Zoom conferencing and all that sort of stuff? Do you reckon the meetings are happening more because of the Zoom availability as opposed to before? I don't know. I'm surprised I know people are still meeting and stuff. Yeah. But I tell you what, a Zoom meeting is not the same as an in-person meeting. Mm. I mean, I mean, I I love emails. I spend most of my my business on emails and stuff. But just just want to talk to you. You got to see them face to face. I don't think there's any substitute for that. I, I really don't. True, and especially at this this time as well. You know, it really, it does hurt not having that as well. Uh, and then Gary Hawthorne goes, "Where can I get a Jim's a mowing pop figurine? My daughter saw it on the shelf behind you and won't stop asking for it. Well, this big one. Yeah, I don't know. We've only got oh, one or two of these. Mr. Oh, the, the Mr. Burns one. Oh, that's a Mr. Burns one. You can buy. I don't know if we call it the Jim Pen one. No, no, she said a, a mowing one. We don't have a moment, no. We don't, we don't have one. No. I don't even know how you can go and get them, but we'll have to look it up. But, uh, yeah, we could get one one day if there was interest for it. We could do a small run. I know you can do customizable ones. I think, I think the, gym is, the gym is masks will go down well. The masks we're getting asked for a bit, so it's just a matter of how much do we order and, and all that sort of stuff, and we can work that out already. Well, everybody makes them. So it's just a case of finding somebody prepared to put the logo on. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, you, you have... Uh, you have your proper, you know, treble um, thickness and all the rest of it. Yeah, sure. We could we could work that out. That'd be quite that'd be quite cool actually. Imagine for franchises walking around having the brand with the with their gear and all the safety and have that Jim's brand one on there. It'd be pretty oh, cool. Good. Yeah, let's keep going on here as well. The Dave McDonald says I already haven't put a natural mask on. Then everyone's saying that Heather's saying there as well. Okay, Katie reading. Jim, I called the call center and got into Denise. She was four days into her job. She was so lovely and did a great job for helping me, which is great feedback. Thank you, customer yeah. staff as well. We do have some wonderful people in the call center. They do an amazing job under a lot of pressure. And David's remarkably few um, mistakes too. Watch that video online on YouTube where we actually record calls with customers. Mm -hmm. I thought that was quite, and the, the great thing I loved about it was the older people. Mm -hmm. The way they spoke to the older people it was very, very patient, very nice. You notice when there's a wrong phone number, nine times out of ten, it's because somebody put their own phone number in wrong. True. Very rarely do the girls get it wrong. That's it. I think the pops, they're saying around $25 each, the pops, if we want to get custom ones. Really? Yeah, if you want to get custom Jim's ones, I don't know. There's a demand for everything, Jim's just bad, isn't there? There it is. The shop's sort of slowly filling out a bit, so... The Monopoly sets are certainly flying out the door. They are. So buy, we've got a bulk order there now as well, so you can buy a special deal for six of them. That's for franchisees only. Franchisee only and franchisors only. Yeah. And you can do it, and that's just above cost price pretty much, so it's two sixty for six. Mm. And you email me, and I'll t we'll work out the shipping and stuff. But it's a really good deal. Okay, we, I think we had 200 and something already sold. 
Yeah. Which has been great. They're going up. And Dave McDonald says, Joel finally got a job for $1,000 an hour today, training a security company on how to install CCTV. Wow. <sighs> I'm in the wrong gig, Dave. I'll tell you what. 1000 right bucks now. an hour. $1,000 an hour. Fair income. That's doing how to install CCTV. I didn't even charge that much. <laughs> I was going to say, your, your, what was your mentoring rate? Yeah, I tried to do. I tried to ask a thousand bucks in there, but nobody paid it. There's <laughs> one lady in Canada who wanted to, but you can, she always get the times wrong. We'll keep putting. We'll keep putting your prices up there, um, David, and see how you go. As Jim always says. All okay. right, then Paul Sandals is uh, sorry. Eric James goes, "Hi, hey guys, uh, Jim and Joel. While you're in lockdown, Hader and myself have been planning to go out for dinner to catch up as we are both out of the lockdown areas. Ah, because the lock they don't live in the lockdown areas. Can you do that? They don't live in Metro Melbourne. Yeah. Yes, they can. Absolutely, they can. Are our cafes and restaurants around here still open? I didn't even. Not try. in Metro Melbourne, outside of Mel- Metro oh, Melbourne. Oh, I see. Yeah, so Geelong and stuff, you can still have people and stuff there. But Haydar. Haydar doesn't live in Metro Melbourne. I think Gisborne's outside of Metro Melbourne. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So there you go. Because I think Moorabark. I looked on the map when they announced it. I thought we'd just be on out of it, but we're not. We're just on the just on the border. Where at Montrose? On the map, yeah. We're just on the border of it. Lilydale, then that's it. Then we're out, then that's not Melbourne as well. Then Paul Sandals says, "Me too, living at the farm for now. We'll meet you in Lansfield." So Paul Sandals is out of the metro zone as well, so they don't have to apply to him. Lucky for you. Now David Don says, "Jim, I was going to call you, but been a bit busy. Got your email thanking me for five years. That's great. That was an automation I did. I'm, like, I'm glad we put that out. You're welcome. Great for the thank you for the feedback on that. Everything is great, even in this climate. I might give you a call next week. I'll send an email to make a time. Yeah, sure. Any time. Any franchisee. Any time." So we have an automated email which goes out with a video from you, mm. which tells a bit of a story about your fifth, I think, fifth year in business, or you congratulate him, which is pretty cool. Mm. And then Taylor Alcock says, if you had a client, uh, here we go, if you add a client list to your list via Jim's Jobs, it will not give the option of requesting a rating. Is this a known issue? So if you add a client to your list via Jim's Jobs, it will not give the option of requesting a rating. Is this a known issue? Um, you can just go into into Jim's Online. And you can just press the button that says Send Survey. So not via Jim's Jobs, but via Jim's Online instead. See, so Jim's Online, yeah. 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 So it might be a feature that they add in down the, down the track, Taylor, but via Jim's Jobs, Jim's Online is the one for that. Yeah. Eventually, Jim's Jobs and Jim's Online will be very much the same thing. Yeah. Because we think most franchises will eventually be on Jim's Jobs, so you'll be able to do everything through Jim's Jobs. That's it. Then Gary Hertog says, I signed the contracts for my mowing franchise two days before the first lockdown started and have been fully booked yes. six to seven days a week since starting. Loving rubbing it into the in-laws who said I was crazy to start now. <laughs> now, do you want to address that statement a bit more in detail that we hear that you're crazy to start now, or you're crazy to start a business? Yes, yeah. And people often say that, you know, why wouldn't you just stay in a nice, secure job instead of going into a perilous, you know, having your own business? And in fact, the, what's happening lately shows the exact opposite, that our guys, are, our people are overwhelmingly busy and doing well and, and happy and secure. People who've got jobs, supposedly secure jobs, unless you work for the government or something like that, they're the ones that are suffering. I think it's the, it's quite interesting. They always say business is risky, but it's completely, as you said before, no. it's the opposite way around, isn't it? No. You, if, you're, you can't be sacked. You can't be sacked <laughs> if you're in business. If you do everything right, if you if you run things right, you're unsackable. And you, you, nobody can force you to be retired either. I, I think it's... It kills anything else. And if you do, if you gyms, you give yourself a good leg up at success as well. Yeah, flex, flexible hours. Flexible hours, work when you want, yeah. do the jobs you want, get fit and healthy as well. Haydar's gone, he thanks for Monopoly. I'm just going to share that picture. So Haydar sent us a picture of him playing with his family, which is great, in the mm-hmm. home, did the Monopoly. And we, you had a few cleaning ones, though, didn't you? We had the cleaning yeah. as the train stations. Yeah, that's right. Which is pretty cool. Dave McDonald says, on the upside down, a Zoom meeting, I can have a glass of wine or more. Absolutely. Some people are saying, Jim's, Jim's doing the vaccine. <laughs> Which is not that. Yeah. 
Then Bahar Abdul. Yes, I tell you what, I, like, we did, I did a mediation by Zoom the other day, which was which was perfect. Got a, got a great thing out of it, and Zoom, Zoom was just as good as anything else. Well, that's a, one of those booming uh, technologies. Sort of been very lucky at the moment, hasn't it, Zoom? Yes. If you yeah. look at their market, yeah, that one works really, really well. Look at their market valuation, how it's just gone from here to here, then to here, obviously with the timing of it. But a lot of lot of companies in crisis times start, like Uber started during the um, I think it was two thousand and nine during the GFC. So a lot of companies start during those times. So who knows what will start now? I do like it for that because actually while 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 he was they were talking in in another in another virtual room, yeah, I cut off my emails. So by the time I finished the Zoom, I was actually <laughs> up to date with my emails, which is quite a thing because I get like a hundred and something a day. So yeah, I was just. I, I like that. You multitask. It's, right? it's got some benefits. Absolutely. Ben, ben, Ben's gone in with a comment on the live feed. We're improving the way franchisees can log feature jobs, feature requests and bugs in the coming week or two. So that's from you regarding Jim's jobs. Mm. So that's the Taylor question before. Now, Bahar's gone here. Wondering why star rating goes up very slow, but if I've got a complaint, goes down quicker. That's from Bahar Abdul. It's not the complaint that takes you in, it's the low rating. If he's saying, why does the star rate process got very the star rating go up so slow? But if I get a complaint, it goes down quicker. It's all, it? it's all it's all based on on averages. Um, like if you've got um, four or five star ratings, then the next is 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 and you know next one is five makes no little difference. If you get a one star rating, it's going to drop down like four point zero. So it, it's, it's it's a ratio. It's just it's just the ratio of jobs. One of the things that you will be able to do eventually, and this is again it's in the IT backlog is to wipe out all ratings more than a year old. So a lot of franchisees might have had a few mistakes and problems in the past, but last year they've been fantastic. So we're going to say, okay, and actually on the system you can see, you know, you often see things like it was 4.4 in the past and in the last year it's been 4.8. So what you want to be able to do is to wipe everything off because we don't really care what was happening a year ago. What matters is what service you're giving now. Yeah, and people improve themselves as they get, like from first year to second year, they'll get better. So that's a really cool new development. Uh, Paul Sanders gone, got the Monopoly today. Great job, team. Uh, haven't played it yet, but looking to board it, build into our div training for evenings. So that's it, cool. It is fun, actually. You've got to get used to the terminology. <laughs> you know, Jake was talking about houses. They're not houses. Green Jimbos. Green Jimbos and red Jimbos. Yes. And the uh, and the, there's, a few, there's a few in the cards as well, not the community chess cards anymore. They're business success and... and Cust- customer service. Customer service. So It really was a bit of a buzz, actually. I'm not that much of a fan of Monopoly, but it was a really fun game. I think because it's Jimified. It would have been even more fun if I had won, but still, it was, it was, it was a fun <laughs> game. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You'll enjoy the video. But the good thing about the cards, I reckon the cards were the best bit. You yeah. know what card you get. So that was cool. So you, somebody gets a bad card and you didn't look after a customer. Hey! <laughs> that was Point a the finger. Very, very Jimified. Didn't well. ring back like on within two hours. Very bad. Very, very cool. Hopefully you can do face-to-face again too, Paul. Uh, here we go. David Noll says, they wanted me to help them do a big job. They already quoted. I told them I could help them for $3,000. Gee whiz. Mm. Not a bad, not bad scratch, David. I'm in the wrong gig. I tell you that right now. <laughs> Jason Pollock says, "I wish I had, a, I wish I had waited. Uh, we go. I wish I had waited two sixty for six. I've already ordered four and paid more." Well, Jason, maybe we can do a. I don't know if your orders have gone here, Jason. Maybe we can sort of a, a refund or something. He ordered four and paid more than that amount. No, we'll give you. We'll give you. If you haven't got them, we'll give you a credit. If you haven't, yeah. If you haven't got them, we'll credit you. So that's the one, Jason. So basically, look, the, the the real idea behind it is is if you want to give it to your customers, we don't want to make a profit on it. It's just a, we've got to try and just try and get the money back because the branding fund paid for it, so we'd like at least to get our money back. But cost is fine if if it's if it's to promote the brand. Well, I also think if you get in the hands of body corps and stuff, they might learn about yeah. a few new services they didn't know before. Well, I think it'd be great too. I think the kind of person you'd want to give it to is like a property manager. Correct. You know, you're trying to get into the real estate agent, go to the property manager, usually a woman, give her this for her family and her kids. Now, 
that's a really nice thing because she'll take it home and she'll actually play it with the kids and she'll see all the different stuff we can do. And you've also created a bond. You've given her something of significant value. That's a non-offensive gift, gift at all. Like they might not drink or something like that, and unless they're a socialist or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Surprisingly, I'm many people give me bottles of wine. <laughs> they don't watch you. Yeah, I was going to say I don't, I don't know too well. Total. I haven't drunk for. But send an email, Jason, and we'll try and sort that out. Then Hayaz is confirming there's no lockdown in Gisborne, which is really good. Yes. And then Rhonda Lee, uh, one of my in-laws, saw it. Oh, cool. Okay, go on and down here. Okay, so Taylor Alcox gone, no, you can't. It says the client has not given consent. So that must be with the survey. I don't know, maybe that's from, I don't know, let us know if that's from Jim's online. Taylor's saying that. No, you can't. It says the client has not given consent. Uh, we, 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 I don't think we specifically asked people whether they give consent to being all we do is if they say no we don't want it we'll, we'll, we'll scrupulously obey without but we don't ask clients in advance when they ring on the phone we don't ask them whether they give consent to a survey we no. just send a survey nobody does that it's not the law that i've ever heard of that you have to actually specifically ask for consent not for a survey to no. give a survey i get surveys all the time it's it's not the law all we do is we say if you don't want it we'll stop it forever we'll never yeah. do it again so what about system message the client is not giving consent does that happen that system message no, no. Okay. If, well, if you if you pick up a job, you just you just press the button and, and the survey goes out. But I'd say flick through your email too, Taylor Infotech. If that's if that's well, the subject to surveys, we actually get something like thirty um, percent response, which is pretty good. Which is a good response by industry standard. I mean, I, I got one place. I did. There was there was this electrical company in Geelong that somehow seemed to get the idea <laughs> they did some work for them, which they didn't. They actually surveyed me three times. I got pretty annoyed with it actually. I thought three. Yeah, hang on a minute. Once is enough. Three times. Was it via text or was it via email? I think it was email. Email. I got two direct email. Okay, Dave McDonald says, have you heard about the retired engineer that fixed the machine? No one could fix it. He said he could fix it for $100,000. He walked in and hit it with the hammer. They asked him how much, how, he asked him why so much. He said $5 for hitting it with the hammer, $99,995 for knowing where to hit it. So that's it. If you've got an expert skill, monetize it as much as you can. And Tyler Alcock, sorry, he says again, I mean the option is not available to send the survey in gyms online when you add the client via gyms jobs. By, by Jim's jobs. Yeah. So he says, when I mean that, so I mean that the option is not available to send survey in Jim's online when you add the client via Jim's jobs. I get you. Send me, send me an email. It, 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 Jim at jims.net. That's a bug if that's the case. You yeah, should I, be able to, you should be able to um, survey any client. Yeah, I get that. Thanks for that one, Tyler, as well. Thanks for elaborating on that one as well. Then Dave McDonald says, Jim's vaccine makes you grow a beard and buy a franchise. Oh, well, I wish we could. <laughs> we get a million of those out there as well. I think the women might object. <laughs> well, yeah, probably yeah, to the beard part. If you could, you have have a couple of variations of it. Dim Smith goes. Jim should get all the related divisionals together and play a, a board game of Monopoly, but put the actual divisions on the line and trade them to see who wins. <laughs> Gee, very high stakes game of Monopoly that one is. I don't think I'd like to lose my good divisionals. The ones that have got the ones that are on the board, like cleaning and and, and dog washing and the rest, are, are very very good divisions. So I want to keep those people in place. It's a very very good idea. Very high stakes game of Monopoly. That one there, some high stake rolling. Jim's Marling Bay, plenty hawks from NZ says, evening lads. Is there a way to transfer all previous data, i.e. client history, etc., into the new Jim's jobs? Transferring from Jim's online only transfers the client's name and details and no history. No history. What history is there in Jim's online? Uh, well, elaborate on that one there, please, for me. Uh, Bay of Plenty Hawks Bay. But you, that was you have to send it to me again. If it's a, if it's a bug, if it's something that doesn't come across, just send it to me and I'll fix it up. As far as I know, everything goes across. It may just be a kind of talking to the IT people to um, 
Might have been a data transfer data or something, yeah. Yeah. So that's a problem to getting the data across. I haven't heard much problems with anything from gyms online or from the old gyms jobs. Formatized data often gives problems because the way they the, the way, way it's they, uploaded and stuff and structured, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that can be a real issue. So I haven't heard that one as a bug before. But if you just send me an email and I'll follow it up with IT. That's a new round. It's gone. Played gyms monopoly with the family the other night. It took four hours, but I managed to crush them after making a deal with the wife. Typical now generation was all about the cash in hand, not investing in the property. Completely disagree with that. Jason Pollock, that would be good. I was using them as promotion. That's great. And a lucky door prize for an upcoming Actually, event. I can say one of the reasons that I wiped this guy out and Jake is because they didn't understand a certain key thing about Monopoly. There's, there's, there's something they hadn't worked out. I'm not going to tell them what it is either, but there is a certain, <laughs> there is a certain key to see Monopoly. And that's your the guy who lost. Yeah, but that was that was just bad luck. I had three good divisions to your one. I just happened to land on rubbish removal. You should, statistically speaking, you should have lost. I had the, I had the best division. The best division you had. Well, money. I can't argue with that yeah. one. At least as far as the afternoon's game went. <laughs> so, what's the secret to it? No, I'm not telling you. Oh, I'll have to give it online. No, I'm not give telling us you. All right. No, there's, there's a simple trick that none of you knew, and I can see you didn't know it. <laughs> I've never, that's probably the second time I've ever played. I haven't played it all that much besides the Macca's Monopoly game. Jason Pollock says, that would be good. I was uh, running, running a promotion and he was going to use them as a lucky door prize for an upcoming event. So that's what we want them to be used for, yes. promotions and door events for prizes. So send us an email. We'll try and sort it out and you can send it, a box. For a bulk buy, it's an expensive thing. Well, I'm hoping that something like the uh, the gym's mowing playing cards, which we're hoping to get I'll be here another for, four weeks or so, I reckon. For a couple of bucks a thing. And that's the sort of thing you could leave with a quote. Yeah. It's two bucks is nothing, and if it increases your chance of getting the job, it's worth doing. But in a Monopoly game, you'd have to go to a really, really key client. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You, yeah, you, you six or your big ones, and away you go. You I, would, I, would, I would reckon that would be a great exercise to go to every real estate agent in your region and just give them, give them a set. We can I make it a part a of... Fantastic make, investment. We can make it as a part of training when we get them actually here. Why not? Yeah. Put into training is a good example. Yeah. Could be the difference between, let's say, you know, $100,000, let's say, contract work or something one day. Well, real estate agents are great. If you get in with the property manager, you just have to go in and give it, you know, do the job. We've got a place at uh, Inverloch uh, down the coast, and, and, and they were using somebody off the side of gym, so I've now got them using a gym's guy. And I said to the lady, they just, just give him a try. He's fantastic. And how's it, how's it been going? Well, of course, they do a brilliant job with the garden. That's it. I mean, their gym's dying, aren't they? Yeah. So. Do they know it's your place they're working on? Yeah, yeah, of course they do. Oh, there we go. That's that's, that's how I heard about it because they heard that some they're somebody <laughs> no, going to the place. Yeah, because I got an anonymous phone call from the uh, person down there, and he told me that's why. So I'm glad that's got changed. Well, as soon as I heard that, yeah, I, I went and fixed it up. Of course, that's fantastic though. So no more the franchisees down there who don't have to complain anymore. It's a Jim's bloke doing Jim's property down there. David McDonald says Jim and Joel uh, will Monopoly be available at Kmart and Toyota, etc. Big W. I don't think it will be because it's um it can't be resold. You know, we've bought it and that's it. So. Mm. Yeah, that won't be at all. I wish it would be. If someone wants to put it in there, why not? Let's keep going in there as well. Okay, so I'm gonna. this is a tough question, Jim. I'm going to read this one out because we don't shirk anything as well. All right, so Scott Ongi is going, why won't you answer my question last week? You said my name and skipped over the question. Can't you handle the question? Once again, why don't you help out those that are going bankrupt and you call Jim's a family? So I think he's been a former franchisee. Yeah. He's just left the system. Scott, we do everything we can to help people. We give advice. We, we, we give counselling. We, we show you what to do. But, you know, and I don't know your, your situation. If, if I was online, I could have a look for it. But just as an example, there was a franchisee this afternoon who was complaining in cleaning franchisee who wrote a letter, wrote an email telling me how bad the system was. It didn't live up to its expectations. 
that, that jobs didn't convert properly to, Leith didn't convert to jobs very well, mm-hmm. and he wants to have his fees stopped because it's, he's given a wrong impression. And I had a look at his surveys, his complaints, he's already received, he's only started late last year, a letter for poor customer service. And you see a pattern again and again and again where he's failed to get back to the client on time. He's failed to follow up. There's just complaint after complaint after complaint. And it's all the same thing. Not bad service, not, not bad jobs. So to, to this guy, hey, you promised me it's going to work. Yes, but I said to him, but you also pledged to look after your customer properly. And you haven't done that. So, Scott, I can't answer for you. All I can say is that we have an overwhelmingly good response in terms of, of, good, of good income from franchisees to do the right thing. But franchisees who don't have much higher failure rate. Yeah, so thanks for that question. Scott. People even in the first year have got an average, who fail the first year, have got an average um, rate of about 4.2. Jim's average is like 4.6 or 4.7. Mm. So it's not a guaranteed thing at all. I'm very sorry it doesn't work out. One of the reasons we spend so much time, I spent the first one and a half hours of franchisor training talking about selection to franchisors, trying to work out ways not to take people who are likely to fail. And it's a tragedy when it happens. But it's very, very, very rarely anything to do with the environment. Mm. It's almost always to do with the franchisee concerned. I'm sorry to say that, but that's almost always what it is. Very occasionally, like if you've got in this present situation, you've got a franchisee who's doing test and tag and they're affected by the shutdown. Yeah, that can hurt the business. But even with that, I don't know too many have failed because they've done... They've done cross-divisional work and all kinds of things. And those who, who stopped, we... we, we, we Reduced we, the fees. We, 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 yeah. we, we paused their fees. We, we did everything we could to help them. But in the end, a business is a business. It's not a guaranteed income. It's not, I'm going to pay you regardless of what you do or how you do it. But what we can do is give you a way that's going to work overwhelmingly. And 90% of our franchisees pass the first year, get through the first year. And the great majority of those who don't, there's really, really significant problems with customer service. Yeah, we're sorry to hear that about that, Scott. It's, Mac- it's tragic from your point of view, and I'm very sorry, but that this is this is a business. Just All a we sh- can do is improve the odds of your of you succeeding. We we can't guarantee it. We do answer everything, guys. So make sure you leave a question or comment, good or bad. We'll try and um, get through everything for transparency. Malcolm, but, but did we miss out that one last? One? Well, I, I skipped over because there's a lot of questions coming through. So, so and Malcolm Bradley says I bought two lots of three Monopoly. If I get another six. Will you do a deal on what I've already paid? That would have to go approved by Jim, I presume. Yeah, well, if you, if, you want, if you want to give them to customers, we'll do some sort of a deal for you, yeah. Yeah, so just email that through the request and we'll get it approved and we'll sort it. That's fantastic you're buying another six because we've got to work out the postage to NZ because he's in New Zealand. Mm. So we've got to ship a box to NZ, Malcolm. Uh, Natalia Cox says, that is the message that comes up. I'll send it through an email. No problem, that one regarding before. Actually, it's what they said before. I wouldn't mind if it was sold through Kmart and stuff. I mean, I have no problems with it. The, the, the purpose of this thing is not to make money for gyms because no. we're actually trying to get our money back. Right. Uh, from the branding front, actually, but it's to get it out there, to have people looking at it and say, hey, there's all these divisions I didn't know about. Because if you ask most people, almost everybody knows about gyms mowing, but how many know about pest control? How many know about car detailing? How many know about anything but gyms mowing correct or maybe cleaning we want to spread out that brand awareness to the other brands and even within that you might know about mowing but do you know gyms does rubbish removal a lot of people would which i certainly do after this afternoon (laughs) (laughs) you paid a lot of money for a rubbish removal this afternoon 1200 bucks for a rubbish job i thought it was a bit bit extreme very lucrative service very lucrative service absolutely then david mcdonald says there uh, so so we're being just updated on the live stream says we're not allowed to be sold through a third party so that's why we can't sell it to a third oh, okay. party. So that's right. the requirements of the licensing with Hasbro and the company we did it with. 
here we go there as well. A podcast with Bill Gates talking about the, how the Americans are worried that the vaccine will have a microchip in it. Should we pay people? Should we pay people say fifty dollars to get vaccinated? Question mark from Dave McDonald. What is he saying? There's a conspiracy for what? So Dave McDonald says a podcast with Bill Gates talking about how Americans are worried that the vaccine will have a microchip in it. Should we pay people say fifty bucks to get vaccinated? No. Absolutely not. No. Wouldn't have to do it here. But I'm quite happy to find them if they don't get vaccinated. Yeah. There are idiots around. It's like the anti-vax people. And kids are dying of measles, which they haven't for decades, because people have stupid prejudices against vaccinations. Well, they keep calling it pro-choice now. So they've been trying to be very clever. So they know Uh. anti-vaxxers are banned. So they're trying to reshift the brand to be called pro-choice, which I think is quite um, quite concerning. It's pathetic. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no jab, no play. Very, very quiet. Yeah, no jab, no play. Exactly right. Then Hayo Saints says, just a heads up that the call center has become aware that a franchisee has called pretending to be the customer and asked for a five-stay rating. What's the consequence? That's a, oh, that's a unique question. I've never had that one before. Well, we did find one guy in the past who actually, who actually um, got a whole lot of five-star yep. ratings, and we worked out what he'd done. We actually figured that he, what he'd done is he changed the... Um, he changed the details of the customer, set the rating to himself, and then got it back again. But, but we, 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 we tracked it down, and we, yeah. we terminated him. I remember that. Yeah, I was involved there. I remember that. It was quite... It was, um, it was yeah. obvious fraud. So I would think it's a pretty stupid thing to do, because it's... <laughs> it's um, Also, they're going to be able to recognise phone numbers very shortly, too. So if you actually ring up and say you're a customer, and you prove you're the franchisee, you've lost your franchise. So Haydar's going, what's the consequence for someone pretending to get ratings? Oh, um, Would it be a breach? Yeah, what, what? we'd certainly breach them. Yeah. Or we'd restrict them permanently the territory. I don't know what we did with this guy. I don't know if we'd be terminated. We, we might restrict the territory. I think it was a restriction, maybe. I can't remember. Permanently. Yeah. In other words, which means that they don't get much work which ever you're entitled, again. And which you're would, entitled to do. And, and, they would usually, and they would usually go. That's it. And Dave McDonald says, apparently a strip of medical tape on the top of the, atop of the nose above holds your mask. Yep, we'll try and work this probably out better next week as well. Then this top part, maybe it, 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 yeah, it might be, it might be a tight. Maybe the top part works a bit. Yeah, better. I don't know. I will, we'll we'll, we'll work it out next week. This one seems to be a lot more, more um, better. Yeah, we'll work it out next week. It'll be okay. But I think you're supposed to touch the mask, but I don't know how you can avoid it when it keeps on slipping down. And then Paul Sanders responded to Scott as well, and he says all gyms group divisions offer a pay for work guarantee, which comes from your franchisor. That should stop most struggling franchisees unless they have overcommitted on finance. That's a, probably a, a point that overcommitted on finance. Which yeah. we don't want anyone to do. I'd have to look at the individual reasons for this. And if any franchise franchisees do approach me, but I look at things. One of the one of the common reasons, this is what I can't say to Scott, one of the common reasons that people fail is because they are short of work and they don't do paperwork guarantee. Mm. And I had this happen several times. If somebody rings actually contacts me when they leave, which is an uncommon in either case, the first thing I'll do is I'll ask them is what did you do about paperwork guarantee? And again and again I get the answer, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You got friends, you got relatives, you got neighbours, you got contacts, you got all kinds of good. You got us. You didn't do it. You sat there thinking, "No, I'm not getting looked after. I'm making six hundred bucks a week." Well, you should be making fifteen hundred dollars a week. And what, what what can I say? I actually write a letter after one month, an email to every new franchisee, asking how they're going, but specifically saying asking about pay for work guarantee. Mm. And and if they haven't asked for it, if they're falling below, I say you ask for it. You do it. It's just so important. Just follow the system and it works. You if never, you follow the yeah. system, if you take the advice, I get it all the time too. A franchisee will complain about the franchisor not giving support. Yeah. What he really means is he's not getting all the leads he wants. But are you are you upselling? Are you doing paperwork guarantee? Are you going for referrals? Have you got a four point eight star rating, or are you not following up customers? I mean, you watch your service like exactly right. Look at yourself almost. Overwhelmingly, mm. it's the franchisee, with mm. very very few exceptions in very odd positions. 
I don't know any franchisee ever who has failed, who did, did pay for work guarantee properly, who fell for lack of work. I've never heard it happening. I'm not saying it's never happened. I've never heard of it happening. Every case I've seen it go wrong, it's because of something like the fact that they don't do the paperwork guarantee, they don't give poor service or something like that. Mm. Yeah, David McDonald's saying, responding to Haydar's comments saying, I did this with my wife, but only to find out how the survey system works. Added my wife as a client, booked a job online and then monitored it. It was good to give me confidence in the system. Only did it, did it once. Good. So David did it as a test. And then and Haydar and Eric's going to Haydar, they should have all their ratings removed as a consequence. So we know we talked about breach before, he's saying they should have all their ratings removed. I don't know how that would... Oh, we, we did. We did knock off the ratings, of yeah. course. But then um, the, guy was, the guy left. And then Taylor Alcock... It, it was just fraud. You try and rot the system. That's it. And then Taylor Alcock says, I used my local Jim's mowing franchisee and he did an amazing job compared to my previous regular guy. So I said, Tim, Taylor's and Jim's cleaning up in Goulburn there. So using a new Jim's mowing guy, which is fantastic. So use Jim's people when you can. Is this message there? Then Standout Lawn says, How long does postage take on the Jim's Monopoly? Hopefully it's not that long. Denise has been pumping them out. We've been pumping them out because we bubble wrap them to not stuff it up. So they're going out. Hopefully it's three to five days, but we've had a back order. We had around 80 or 50 orders or something on the weekend. So we're trying to do that with our normal jobs as well. You know what I reckon would be great? When we, get, when we get in person training back again is to actually have gyms, Monopoly games going in the evenings. I reckon it'd be a fun activity. It's really fun. Well, why not? If they're here doing it, that'd be a great thing. Yeah. I think we can do it. We can put some sets in there. They can buy some sets and take them back with them as well. Yeah. That'd be the key. I reckon we'll go pretty quick when we have people back for your training with them. It'd be I good. think they're going to go. We've got, what, 15,000, 15, wasn't it? No, no, definitely not 15,000. Um, 1,500. 1,500. <laughs> yeah. And how many have we got gone now? It must I think we've had 200, a bit over 200 already sold. Yeah, all right. 200 already sold, so we're going to keep going as well. Then Katie Riggs says, I ordered Wednesday last week and got it Friday. So that's good to know, Katie, that they're coming through. We're absolutely coming through. Then Eric Jurgen says, Jim's were there for me when I went through a similar time and know people that have helped with bankruptcy. So Eric's just saying thanks for that as well. Eric, Eric was going so barely at one stage that we didn't know he was going to survive. And, you know, we did, we did um, oh, I don't know, we paused his fees or something like that. We I did, think it was, yeah, you paused his fees, you let him get, you know, get on his feet a bit and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. We, we, we did a few things and, 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 and Eric's now, now flying really well. So that's, that's, that's great to hear. Absolutely. Then David Don says, can I get a list of franchisors? I have a list of franchisees. I was wanting to talk to my local Zor for test and tag, maybe hiring staff and doing antenna security and test and tag. So David's a franchisee up in Horsham. Can he get a list of franchisors? You mean your local franchisors? No, he wants a franchisor in other divisions details. Yes, of course. You can, you just, Jim at Jim's.net. I'll tell you who they are. There we go. Then someone here from PMPM. Hi, how do I merge our business with Jim's brand? Great question. How do I merge our, merge our business with Jim's brand? So they must have an existing business. They want to merge it with us. Well, um, it depends whether it's a business we've already got. But if you've got a successful business we haven't got, you can launch a new division. The costs are actually quite minor. You pay something like you know, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars, and and you and you can become that division. What's more, you can actually you can actually become what we call the divisional, and you can even sell regional franchise rights across the country. Mm. That's how that's how you know Paul Comerford came to us, and he was just one guy with an idea. He's now got like hundred and twenty franchisees. He's on the board of Monopoly now. That's what he's on. He's on the board of Monopoly, and that's, it's now the largest in the country. Now he just started up by himself. He done a bit of market research at auctions and wrote on a piece of paper. We got the story online somewhere about how he started the division. And mm. it said, you know, Jim's even exist as building inspections. I said, which one would you go with? And I always picked Jim's. Yeah. So it was really cool. And then she's saying, who do I need to get in touch with? Jim at Jim's.net. That's it there as well. Then Scott Ongler is saying here, you did nothing to help me even after I asked. But absolutely, Scott, you have I, to look I, at I can tell you the situation when I get online. 
That's it. Then Jim's, and then Eric's gone, Jim, I'd be interested in your thoughts as they are planning another Black Lives Matter protest in Sydney. Do they really care about all the lives when they're going to protest about no. this yet again? No, they do not. The interesting thing is because, because um, Native Australians have such a um, high um, health problems of things like... Um, there's a lot of diabetes. There's a lot of... Diabetes. Yeah, they're they're of actually far more at risk than the rest of the population, many times more at risk than the rest of the population. So, and that's what they found overseas too. So I guess when you're going to a Black Lives Matter rally, what you're really saying is Black Lives Don't Matter. Because we're happy for it to get out into the community and we don't care how many tens of thousands of Aboriginal start as long as we feel self-righteously superior. I think it's disgusting. I really do. I think people who do that, and I hope they, they do what they're threatening to do and find them. Well, they should. They should learn from Melbourne, shouldn't they? A thousand bucks each. It's, the damage these people have done is just horrifying. I cannot believe people who claim to be concerned about the welfare of others can do such an appallingly selfish, irresponsible thing, particularly because the people they're supposedly in trying, to, trying to protect are the ones that are most likely to die. Mm. And do you think they will learn from Melbourne, or they obviously haven't, but... Well, they, they are should. talking about finding them, mass finding. They're just going to say they're going to find everybody they can. Well, I hope they follow through with it because they, that's what no, they're I certainly do. I was furious when I saw that. I think it's an appalling thing to do. You, you really have to be in touch and understand the suffering, the hurt that goes on, mm. the, 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 the damage to families, the damage to marriages, the, 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 the abuse, the, the domestic violence, the, the, the unemployment, the depression, the, the, the drinking, all the things that come out of this, this dreadful crisis. And to actually go out there and do something that so clearly is likely to make it worse is, is an appalling, dreadful thing to do. It's very selfish. It's selfish. It's, yeah. it's just rotten. Very selfish. David Dolan says that you have to be prepared to do the tough times, and it may mean working for free. Early on, I spent a lot of time at coffee shops just so the van was in the main street. Pretended to be on the phone so I looked busy. It wasn't easy, but I had a few businesses backing me in town, even Dick Smith when they were around. Yeah. So that's fantastic. But you obviously got a great now business. You're making a thousand bucks for an hour. So. <laughs> yeah, a thousand bucks an hour is Jim's rate. So you're doing very, very well. Fantastic. So we're going to leave it there tonight, guys. So thanks for everyone watching. We're going to get better masks next week. We can make sure the mask is better the week next week and we'll be a bit more fine with that as well. If you've got any questions, make sure you leave them via the Ask Jim website. And thanks for your questions tonight as well. I'm going to give something to Julius because Julius used the Ask Jim question box. And that was the question about the recession at the start. I think it's a good question. That was a very fantastic question. So make sure you get Jim's Monopoly, guys. Stay tuned for the video during the week. Stay safe as well. Mask up as well, please. Especially franchisees working. And we'll see you guys again next week at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. See you then. Thank you.